Hey everyone, just a quick reminder before we start the show that All Songs Considered, like all of NPR's programs, doesn't happen without your support. And the best way to show your support is by making a donation to the public radio station of your choice. When you support the station, that supports the whole NPR family, including All Songs Considered. Just go to donate.npr.org music. There you can pick the station of your choice and help us get more music by more artists to more people. Again, that's donate.npr.org music. Thanks so much for listening and for all of your support over the years. Gonna take my horse to the old town road. Okay, gonna hold it. Robin, hang, hang on one second. Let's, let's just finish doing the show before we hit the road. Oh, I thought we had it. I'm sorry. Okay, go ahead. So, oh, I, I, for, and, for, and for NPR Music, I'm Bob Boylan. And I'm Robin Hilton. Enjoy the holidays, everybody. It's all songs considered. Yes. Woohoo! That's it. Another, uh, another year of all songs considered. Another year in the history books. We've got... Um, by my time, we've got uh, just enough time to get in the cab and get to the airport for our flight. Yeah, it's great. Uh, we pack our bags. Yeah, smart. I can't believe we're going back to the uh, the cabin in the woods where our, our holiday extravaganzas all began so many years ago. Yeah, that, that was like seven years ago. Didn't work out so well, but... Yeah, a whole bunch of people canceled, couldn't make it, but... Uh, I don't know. I feel good about this one. Whoa! You okay? Yeah, but I think the elevator stopped. We're definitely not moving. Oh, no, no, we're stuck! Christmas, 
can't believe it. The elevator's totally stopped. All these buttons are dark. None of them are working. There's that little panel down there. I think it's got a phone in it. It's nearly one o'clock in the morning. We're the last people in the building. There, there's not gonna be anybody there. I don't even have a dial tone. No one's picking up. Nothing. Can you hear that music? Let's just, we need to get kill the music before we do anything that's else. Gonna, that's gonna make me crazy if we're stuck in here. Yeah, I, th I think the, the speaker cables are probably in here. That should do it. I gotta tell you, it feels like we've just been cursed. Every single year we try one of these things, it never works. I mean, just think back to that first one, the, the, the cabin in the woods so many years ago. It was so beautiful, and then like one by one, everyone called and canceled. It was just a disaster. Yeah, yeah, but we did have that one. Remember Julian Costa called from Neutral Mills Hotel and played us that song? That, that saved the night. Oh, that's right. I, I remember it like it was yesterday. Oh my gosh, it's Julian Coster, Mr. Music Tapes, Neutral Milk Hotel guy. I can't wait for him to bring his saw, his musical saw. Yeah, he should be here any minute, oh, too. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. This is going to be great. You know, it's, we're getting close to the, to the big party time. Yeah. Hey, Julian. Uh, hey, Bob. How are you, man? Robin. You're getting close? You're close? You're here? Yeah, where are you? Um, well, I, I, I'm afraid I, I don't think I can make it, guys. Oh. oh. What's the matter? Uh, you, you don't, you, you're all right? You sound concerned. Well, one of my saws is a cold. One of your singing saws? It's, it's one of the youngest. Wait, did, you, did you name them? Yeah, no, it's North. It's North. Oh, I'm oh, so sorry. What's, this, what's the symptom of a, of a saw with a cold? They, they kind of droop. Jeez, oh, oh. that's so... Yeah, they, they, you, you, you can tell. I mean, if, if, you know, if you know them well, you, you can always tell. Yeah. Well, no, I'm sorry I, what do you to hear do? that. I do, yeah, you, you can't really. You tuck it in bed. I don't even know what, where to begin with that. Yeah. yeah, well, you have to kind of sit by the bedside with a hot water bottle and, and, and tell them stories and stuff. It's, you know. You've um, done this before, I could, I could tell. Yeah, yeah. I'm so Kids sorry, colds Julian. are always the worst. This was going to be quite a party. Yeah, you, you're really yeah. missing it. It's, yeah. um, it's, it's about like, to take off. Yeah. It's, um, uh, I'm yeah. really sorry, guys. Yeah. I feel so sorry. I got my bells, man. I got my bells. Yeah. Yeah. Well, give our love to your saw. Is that yeah. Yeah. Don't, don't Is there anything you. we can do for you guys? I mean, I, I, you know, I feel really terrible abandoning well, you guys. I wouldn't this. say no to a. I wouldn't say no to it. So we were really hoping you were going to bring the saw and do yeah. a song for How, us. Yeah. And, uh, but you got any, any chance you could do that now? Well, well, you know, we've got we've got the whole band here. You know, because it, it takes a bunch of people to care for a sick saw. So I oh mean, we could. Oh my God. Would oh. you? Hey guys. Do you guys want to play a song over the phone to, to, to Bob and Robin? This is great. This is all right. Oh, yeah, mean, this, this, this is yeah, the yeah. Next can, we, can we do that? Can we play you guys a song? Oh, yeah, please. That, that would be wonderful. That would be great. And, and I hope the, the saw that's laying in bed doesn't feel uh, you know, out of it, left, left out. out. Yeah. Yeah. Well, no, you kind of have to sing to them constantly when they're sick. So that's oh, why right. you know, we're all set up and everything. Go for it. All right. All right. All right. Call up the troops. Yeah. Okay, here we go.
Bravo! That was wonderful. That even sounded good over the phone, too. Oh, my gosh. Thank, thank you, everybody. That was amazing. Yeah, thank the band uh-huh. for us. Oh, yeah. They happy, say thank you. And happy holidays. <laughs> Great choice of a song, by the way. Oh, no, no. It's all we could do. I'm sorry we couldn't come. Okay. No worries. Happy holidays to right. you and everyone else. Happy Merry Christmas, guys. Happy holidays. Cheers. Take care. Yeah, that ended up being a pretty nice night. I I, I have to admit that that was one of many calls we had. I remember Kishibashi, he was going to come. He he called, and so did Sam Phillips and you Nellie Mackay. You know, if if I don't make the, the a phone call to get us out of here, we're going to miss our whole trip. We can reminisce all we want okay, on our way, yeah. but, but let me make a call here. It looks like there's a number down there by the phone you can call. All right, let me call. Are you is are you getting anybody? It sounds Happy holidays. You've reached the We Won't Let You Down elevator hotline. To leave us a compliment, press 1. To tell us why you love our service, press 2. To speak to a representative, press 9. At We Won't Let You Down, we won't give you the shaft. Tell me what to do. Let me just push this. Happy holidays. Oh, jeez. You've reached We Won't Let You Down, <sighs> elevator company that'll give you a lift... When you're feeling down. Oy. If this is an emergency, please press 8. I keep winding up in the same place. Happy holidays. For crying out we loud, that's crazy. Elevator company. Our doors are always open, except when they're closed. <laughs> please call back during regular business hours. I'm getting about as far as this elevator's getting. So nobody? Nothing. 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 I... <sighs> Look, Bob, we are not going to make our flight. Look what time it is. And all these people are coming. We, we better start call- I think we better start calling people because they're going to get on their flights and no one's going to be there to let them in. Who were, I'm looking at the list here of all me, of our me, invites for this party. I know the person coming furthest is Taylor Swift. Let me call her. Okay. All right. Smart. Taylor, it's Bob. Bob Boylan. Hey. Aren't I seeing you really soon? Yeah, well... So this is really crazy, but Robin Hilton and I, we went to catch our flight, and the elevator got stuck. It's the middle of the night. We have no way of getting out of this elevator. We call the company. They don't answer. Oh, the, no. I know. And the, Oh, I'm so sorry to hear that. Do you want me to try calling? Are you guys, do you have food? Uh, food we have. Yeah. We, we have bags of snack bars. <laughs> So we're going to be okay. Okay, so the situation isn't like so dire that. No, we're just. What's we're going to happen? We're just sad. So the only way to cheer us up, I think, is to do what we would have done in the cabin, which was tell memories. We we love hearing holiday memories when we all get together. So I'm going to put you on speakerphone so uh, Robin can hear. But I know you grew up on a Christmas tree farm. That's just too crazy. And I think of that fragrance, and it makes me think of the holidays. <laughs> Tell me uh, some holiday memory from back in your childhood. Growing up on a Christmas tree farm um, and having a birthday on December 13th, <laughs> I think that can make you become, you know, one way or another. You either would really kind of resent Christmas or you would become a fanatic of sorts. And I definitely was the latter <laughs> type. So every single year, my birthday falls on December 13th, and I would, I would want a holiday-themed Christmas 
birthday party. And my parents just kept waiting for me to want some other kind of birthday party, and I never did. So I always wanted to have Santa come to my birthday party, and all the kids could meet Santa. And um, <laughs> so there's actually uh, footage of that in a new video that I put out for the song Christmas Tree Farm, where it's me sitting around with Santa and all these other kids. That's actually my birthday party. Oh, my gosh. And all your friends must remember that pretty darn well. well. Yeah, it was amazing. It was like a huge, huge flex that I had Santa at my birthday party because nobody knew he ever came out other than just on Christmas Eve. So it made me feel really special every year that I was the only kid that he would leave the North Pole for early. That's beautiful. And and you must have had a pretty good tree. Yeah, we would always be able to pick our tree, obviously, a long way in advance because the way that a Christmas tree farm works is that we would have people all year round, depending on how much they wanted to plan in advance for their tree, they would come and mark their tree, sometimes in the spring or the summer, and they'd put a tag on their tree and we would mark down who got each tree. And then in the wintertime, they would come and find it again and uh, chop it down. And we put it on top of their car, and they take it home. Did you, uh, as a kid, get to finally pick your tree, or is that something your parents always did? It was a collaborative effort. We always kind of went out together as a family. There are four of us. Huh. And uh, we would go around, and we'd look for a tree that would fit in our living room because uh, the ceilings weren't that high. But we would look for one that was nice and, like, kind of robust and sort of a round-type, beautiful, noble Christmas tree. And we would... uh and we would pick that one. And decorate? Oh, yeah, we decorate it. Um, my mom is kind of an expert at lighting a Christmas tree. Uh, and now that I'm an adult, I sort of know how to do that on my own, just from all the years of watching her do it. You know, we had all the years where you have, like, you know, the year that the, the family cat crawls up the Christmas tree and the entire thing falls down and you wake up in the morning and the Christmas tree has fallen over. You know, you have living on a farm, you always have kind of something going on that, you know, my dad would have to fix. So there was one year when um, there was a, a leak in the roof. And so we had to, on Christmas Eve, drag a huge, massive horse trough from one of the fields into the living room to catch all the water that was leaking from the roof. So I just have lots of different Christmas memories like that. We're going to play your song now. And I hope we get out of this elevator soon. And maybe maybe it's next Christmas we all get together and, and tell our tales. Thanks yeah, for this. Yeah, thank you for inviting me, though. It's, I'm so sorry to hear about this. Um, this is really inconvenient. But um, maybe I'm, I'm, I'm going to make some calls and see if I can get somebody to go over there and help you. Oh, that'd be great. And thanks for the tiny desk this year. That was really beautiful. Beautiful memory for us. That was such a fun time. And thank you for doing that. Thank you for... I love it when people start traditions that bring a lot of joy and, and keep going on for the entire foreseeable future. So it was really great to be a part of it. Wonderful. Happy holidays. Thank you, too. My winter nights are taken up by static stress and holiday shopping traffic. But I close my eyes and I'm somewhere else just like Magic In my heart is a Christmas tree farm Where the people would come To dance under sparkling lights Bundled up in their mittens and coats And the cider would flow And I just wanna be there tonight We 
backyard is a Christmas tree farm. There's a light in the barn. We'd run inside out from the cold. In the town, kids are dreaming of sleighs, and they're warm and they're safe. They wait to see a blanket of snow. Well, that lifted my spirits a bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I had it was such a, a sweet story. I had no when I saw that she was putting out a song called Christmas Tree Farm. I thought, how random. Who grows uh, up on a and Christmas then to find tree out farm? She actually grew up on a Christmas tree farm. Well, I feel bad having to cancel. It looks like we're going to be in here for a while. You got what do you got to eat? You said some snack yeah. bars. Oh yeah, yeah. You, you want you want the chocolate raspberry uh, glazed honey covered sugar. Give me the lard bar. That sounds good. <laughs> uh, let me just have the uh, the peanut butter Oreo covered uh, honey glazed. Oh, you know what? I I actually have a thermos of eggnog here. Just a second. Cheers. Cheers. Actually, are you uh, are you hot? I'm hot. I'm okay. It's warm in here. I gotta take my jacket off. Actually, uh, you you actually don't look so good. I. I got. I'm a little claustrophobic. It's cramped, you know. It's tight in here. I'm just feeling a little. It's called an elevator. Anxious. Yes. Yes. Well, but you know what it's like. It's like. Do you remember um, that uh, space capsule that we rode in a few years ago for the holidays? Oh yeah. Yeah, yeah. For that uh, for that government experiment, right? Yes. Yeah. Well, so we're just walking down the street. It was a beautiful uh, holiday evening, and we were minding our own business, and and then all of a sudden, this van just comes screeching out of nowhere. Whoa, 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 hey, Bob, look out! What's that? Who, who are you? What's going on? Calm down. 
Calm, calm down. Calm down. down. Yeah, calm down. Make yourself comfortable on the floor of the van. Which one of you bums is Robin Hilton? Uh, that, that'd be me. Think about shaving sometimes. You must be Bob Boylan. That's Robin Hilton. No, you're Bob Boylan. <laughs> I, I can tell okay. now. The hat. You ever think about ironing your shirt? Uh, I'm in radio. Okay, listen. You guys don't look great. You've got some important work to do here. Who are you? What is this all about? Who Who I am, who I am is not important, gentlemen. That's probably true. The job here is what's important. The European Space Agency and its Rosetta spacecraft recently landed a probe on Comet P-67. You people ever follow the news? This has been in the news. Uh, I think I did see something about this. It's a comet 300 million miles away. Very, very important, important space mission here. Yeah, so what? What has that got to do with us? Well, we detected a mysterious song coming out of the comet. Nobody knows who it is or what's behind it's it. We're determined playlist. to find out. We are determined to find out. What does I mean, that have to do with us? I mean, we like songs. Isn't it obvious? It's a song. We want to find out what's going on with this song. We need to send two music experts to oh. space to investigate. <laughs> oh, that's, that's really kind of cool. Yeah, that's yeah. nice. We well, couldn't find any music experts, so we grabbed you guys. Yeah. <laughs> well, look, mm. this isn't really a very good time no, right I, now. You know, we were I, about to grab dinner and it's the holiday. I'm sorry, gentlemen. I'm sorry, gentlemen. Your country needs you. Get a shave, get a clean shirt. You're going to space. from here. You can't see your No, totally. That's my house. I'm getting a reading that there's oxygen in the in the capsule here. We can let's take our helmets off. How do you do that? I've never here just a second. How did these even get on? I feel so much better with that corning wear off my head. <laughs> I know, right? Right. Whoa, what's that sign? It says music lab? Yeah, we should check out the rest of this place, see what they gave us to work with here. This room is much bigger. This is nice. Yeah, Check it like, out. Looks like a music studio. I guess they figure if we're going to investigate this comet, we need some sort of lab to work in. What's that red button over there? Oh, it says uh, Comet 67P Rosetta reference tape. Oh, that's why we're here. Hit it. Huh. 
You know, I have no idea what that could be. It could be anything. It almost sounds like a popcorn machine or something, or maybe just some static. Yeah, I, I hear the rhythm and stuff. I wonder, wonder if they ever tried putting it through like a music program, like like um, Logic or Ableton or. Oh, they've got Ableton here. Let's, here on this computer. Yeah, yeah I can oh. see it all loaded up here, and we can run it through the defragmenter here and see if we can't clean it up and make some sense of it. I guess we'll figure it out when we get there. Oh, look, a turntable. Get out. <laughs> this is like from the 60s. I, I had one of the, the old techniques. Let's turn it on. What do they have here for us to play? It's a holiday record. Oh, perfect. Oh, the Ronettes. Uh, that doesn't sound right. Uh, it's kind of going backwards. So uh, how about, I got an idea. Right. You know how to run this capsule thing yet? I'm sure I can figure it out. Make it spin at 33 and a third. Okay, let's see here. Just and then the out. record. Yeah, you got the idea.
the view from space. You remember that? It was just breathtaking. Oh. It was just breathtaking. Worth, worth getting kidnapped for, I'd say. <laughs> if yeah. you're going to get kidnapped, yeah. make sure you're going to space. space. That's right. Uh, you know what I could really use is a break. Yeah, let's, let's do that. Let's take a break. I could use one, too. And you're listening to All Songs Considered for the Holidays from NPR Music. Well, we're still stuck here in this elevator. And we're still all songs considered for the holidays. Uh, it doesn't feel uh, much like the holidays. Not, not in this elevator with you, I'll tell you that. Yeah. You know, we actually, we should call. There are people going to go to the cabin. Oh, uh, yeah. And, uh, I, and I keep and I forgetting. Call them. Let me call Jenny Lewis said she'd be there. Uh, she's, she's flying in uh, a few thousand miles before she gets on that plane. Yeah, you better call her. Go ahead. Almost Christmas. <laughs> that's that's kind of a silly outgoing message, but uh, let me try her later. Let me call Tank. Oh yeah, Tank and the Bangers is on the list. Yeah. Tank, it's Bob Boylan. Oh hello, Bob. <laughs> How are you? I have awful news. What's going on? Robin and I missed our flight. We're stuck in an elevator. And we're not going to be able to make it to the cabin. No! I know. It's depressing. I was looking forward to seeing you. This elevator company, it's called the Don't Let Me Down Elevator Company. Uh, they, <laughs> <laughs> they're not even answering their phones. And we're stuck and we're sad. And the only thing I can think of to cheer us up is if you could tell us a, a story, a memory. Maybe Robin and I can feel the holidays without being in our cabin. Um, is there anything when you were growing up or any story that you could share with us to cheer us up here? Wow. I'm so sorry you guys can't be here. All I can do is try to bring you guys in on one of my precious memories when I was a kid growing up with five brothers and sisters wow. up in a, a, a family home, you know, that had been passed down for generations. So it was big and old and to me in the heart of New Orleans. So... I remember that we had started to kind of not believe in Santa Claus anymore. And because uh, we, we would stay up every night and we would always see my mom and my stepdad delivering the gifts. <laughs> so we was like, there ain't no Santa Claus. You could not get us to go to sleep around this time. I mean, we want to see them putting the gifts in. Ask me why. I don't know. We just wanted to see them bring the gifts in and just let them know that we knew that they were the ones doing it. But one Christmas, they wanted to really get us good and really wanted us to believe again in the magic of the whole thing. So they put on their Santa Claus outfits. And, and so we, we get up in the middle of the night and we see my mom and my stepdad bringing in presents and bikes. And we're like, oh, my gosh, this this real. Santa, it, they actually are real. We had no doubts in our mind that it was real. And we didn't even think that that was our parents. We, we went to sleep that night after that. And we woke up saying, man, that was a dream. I think we all was having the same dream. I don't know why we thought we were having the same one. But that's what we said to try to rationalize in our mind that Santa Claus wasn't real but when we got up and saw all our presents and there was actually a note a note that said thank you for the milk and cookies love santa claus, and, Mrs. claus. <laughs> and we was like oh no man it was real it was real and and for years we believed in santa claus and mrs claus because of that shared experience that dream and the extra effort that our parents put in just for us to believe in this whole thing again so thanks mom thanks stepdad <laughs> you got me all misty eyed if you could see robin and i 
smiling here. That's yeah. a beautiful story. And I bet some parent somewhere is going to hear that story this year, and they're going to do that to their kid, and that kid is going to tell that story 20 years from now to their kids. Oh, that would be so cool. I love it. Oh, beautiful. Well, listen, have a happy holiday. This is perfect. And maybe next year we'll all gather in the cabin. That would be awesome. You guys stay strong. All right. <laughs> Thank you. And send my love to everybody. Yes, sir. I've never heard a, a version of uh, dashing through the snow uh, like that before. Oh, so goofy. I love them. <laughs> Happy holiday, Tank. Get us out of here. <laughs> we probably should just keep going through the list here. Who else? Uh, Lucy Dacus. Yeah, let, you, let me give her a call. Yeah, call her up. Lucy? Hello? Hi, it's Bob Boylan. Uh, oh, hey, Bob. Hey, listen, you know... I quickly had to reach you because don't go to the cabin. Don't go to the cabin today because Robin and I can't make it. Oh, no. Why? We are stuck in an elevator. Oh, my gosh. Right? We finished recording All Songs Considered, and, and we walked out with our bags in hand. I can't even get a hold of anybody at the elevator company. We've been here for hours now, and we missed our plane. Oh, that's so sad. One thing I thought might be really helpful is if you could... Maybe cheer us up with a holiday story? I could do that. Let me think. You got any, like, memories? Maybe it could be recent. It could be past. I could tell you about my best Christmas gift that I ever got. Oh, yeah? What was that? So when I, I was in fifth grade, I was so nervous about going to middle school. I was trying to prepare in every way that I thought I could for higher education, <laughs> uh, the influx of intelligence and knowledge and the social atmosphere and i was scared i thought i would be eaten alive but i asked for a filing cabinet <laughs> and i thought that that would solve all of my problems if i could alphabetize and put my homework in a special place and just keep everything organized and i did i got a filing cabinet and i was overjoyed you got a filing cabinet was it was it under your tree had that happen when I came down in the morning, it wasn't under the tree. It was just a bunch of small little gifts. And at the end, I was disappointed. But then my parents told me to go look in the hall closet. And it was there under all the coats, Aww. like this treasure chest <laughs> of <laughs> eight and a half by 11 paper. It's Christmas. You Maybe you're listening to holiday music and you're filing. 
<laughs> yeah, just alphabetizing <laughs> stuff. I used to print off lyrics to songs and then alphabetize them. And then if I was bored, I would alphabetize them by artist. And if I was bored, I'd go back to alphabetizing by song title. Oh gosh, do I love <laughs> I had this. a lot of fun as a kid. <laughs> That's perfect. Listen, one thing that I really love this year is all the holiday stuff that you did. Robin and I are trying to get that Christmas spirit. The story really helps. But I want to play your cover of Last Christmas, which actually is a song that makes Robin crazy, which makes me a little happy. But I loathe that song so much. I know people love it, oh, but I oh, it's just a knife in my skull. Did when, Don't test them. You're in a trying time right now. Oh, yeah. yeah, don't test me, boy. Like, <laughs> Good point. But your version, I think, rises above. Did did you love that song as a, as a kid? Yeah, I think I liked it because my mom would sing it in the car really dramatically. And I'm not the biggest fan of Christmas, but I feel like being able to cover a classic that a lot of people have covered and do it in sort of this like punky, angry way helped me release this tension. Whether you like Christmas or not, it's a very anxious time or like whatever the positive equivalent of anxious is. So it helped me kind of just like offload some excess energy to do this weird, loud version of the song. Uh-huh. And did she get to hear it? My mom? Yeah, yeah she loves it. <laughs> That's great. Are you going to sing it together maybe this holiday? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get some hairbrushes and just <laughs> sing it together. That's beautiful. I, well, that helps cheer us up. It cheers Bob up. It cheers Bob up. Thank Aww, you. I'm sorry. I'm glad. Yeah, I'm sorry we're going to miss each other at the cabin, but maybe another year. Yeah, for sure. Well, I hope that you get out of the elevator. Gosh. Yeah, this company, I keep calling them, they're, they're called the uh, well, We Won't Let You Down Elevator Company, and uh, they have been truly letting us down. Or they're not letting you down. Oh, the last well, there you go. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Take care. Happy holiday. Thanks. All right. You too. Thanks.
so funny the story that Lucy told about wanting the the filing cabinet. Yeah. Right when I was that same age, just before I was going into middle school, I decided what I needed was a desk, and I mean like an office style desk for my bedroom. Like that was going to make everything all right. And my parents played the exact same kind of trick. I, I it's Christmas morning. No I open all my presents. There's no desk, but all the gifts were things like um, a ream of paper. Uh, a package of pencils, uh, some pens, all things that you would use uh, at a new desk. And then at the end, they wow. revealed that I, in fact, did get the desk. And I had that desk all through college. You two are nerdier than I thought. <laughs> I don't know why. I don't know why. The desk just... And I remember the first picture I drew was of a clown. And I said, Mr. Clown wishes you a Merry Christmas. And my mom still has that picture. She framed it, and it's every Christmas she brings it out and puts it up on wow. the, on the wall. Yeah. Hey, let me give Jenny uh, Jenny Lewis a call again. All right. Yeah. Maybe she's uh, maybe she'll pick up. Hope she wasn't on the plane. Hello. Hello. Hey. Hey. It's it's Bob. Bob Boylan. Oh, hey, Bob. How are you doing? Well, I know we're supposed to meet each other in a few hours at the cabin, uh, but Robin and I were stuck in an elevator. Oh man. It's the middle of the night here at NPR. We left. We just recorded our show. We walk in the elevator and boom! And here we are. Wow. And we're not going to make it to the cabin. Oh. And to tell the truth, being in this little room with Robin's driving me absolutely out of my skull. Bob's certainly driving me out of my skull. As it would. Yeah, right? <laughs> As it does. And, you know, we were going to get together. We were going to talk about, like, old times. We were going to talk about holiday stories. And here we are in this elevator and... I need some cheering up or something, just anything to take my mind off this terrible place and this gosh-awful night. That sounds like a title to a new uplifting Christmas song. <laughs> gosh-awful night. <laughs> Do you want to write it right now? <laughs> I've already written it, Bob. <laughs> <laughs> Help me. Do you have a story, maybe when you were little or growing up, that oh, Christmas. cheer me up and cheer up even Robin? Well, cheer is uh, a subjective... <laughs> experience uh i love christmas and uh i was given a cell phone as a gift by my rilo kylie bandmate blake he gave me my first cell phone it has a really cool number which i'm not going to tell you on the air what year is this uh this is a uh, early cell phone time so maybe 2004 or five and in taking a long time preparing my outgoing message which was a thing right where yeah. you would if you had an answering machine at home you would do a very thoughtful message when i was a kid growing up my sister my mom and i would sing a, a song that went we're not home and we can't really pick up the phone <laughs> so don't hang up so that was our outgoing message so in receiving my first cell phone thought about it for a while and I thought well what time of year is it and so my outgoing message is it's almost Christmas and it's been it's almost Christmas since 2005 <laughs> throughout the seasons we're going on 15 plus years here so throughout the year I get very different reactions uh, you know when it, in November people start feeling the holiday spirit like oh it is almost christmas wow thanks so much for that then we get closer to christmas christmas eve hey jenny merry christmas it is almost christmas wow january people start getting a little 
irritated with the like, message. Jenny, you to change. You forgot February, March, and April, they're downright pissed. <laughs> so I've compiled these messages from over the years in reaction to my outgoing message. It's almost Christmas, and I also think that that would be a pretty solid uh, epitaph. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear these messages, but I know you can't get to them now. But someday, yeah, we're going to hear these. Yeah, it's really interesting when you mess with people's notion of Christmas. They get very upset. I get upset enough when I go like to a warm climate and it's Christmas. Well, in Australia, I was thinking about Australia today. Like, what a strange way to bring in the holiday cheer with like great white sharks <laughs> on like Pondi Beach or whatever. So what song should we go uh, out and be cheerful about here? Well, I, I've only written one Christmas song, Bob. And I wouldn't recommend playing it on the show <laughs> because it's a real downer. It's called Christmas Cake, and the chorus is, Cry into my Christmas cake. Don't know what else to do. So I don't want to burden anyone with that. But my thing every year, day after Thanksgiving, I put on Vince Guaraldi, and I listen to that exclusively Charlie Brown Christmas until the day after Christmas. Well, I know that will make Robin happy because that's his favorite. Yep, my favorite. I do the exact same thing. I put it on like after Thanksgiving, just play it nonstop. I think it may be my favorite album of all time. Uh, and skating is just the most magical song. Well, we have about four feet of floor space here. Robin, you ready? Uh, Let's no. skate! Maybe next year, Jenny, will be in the cabin. <laughs> Good luck in there. Take care. I hope you guys have a Gatorade bottle.
Oh, I, I, I love that song so much. Uh, you know, it's funny, I make my kids listen to it, and they do like the music, um, and they like watching the show, but they think that that show can be on any time they want, because like we own a copy of it now, and I try to explain to them, you know, when I was a kid, that show aired one time a year. That was your one chance, and if you missed it, it was like, oh no, because you'd have to wait a whole other year, and there was no way to record it. And they're like, no way to record it. <laughs> I mean, it's kind of like this party. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one time a year. Yeah, once a year. Can we, we get a break? Yeah. We got, uh, I got we got a whole bunch of guests to call. Let me call Bruce. Oh, the boss. Yes, yeah. indeed. And, and uh, let him know. Yeah, and then yeah, he's he's a busy guy. Oh God, what was that? Hold on, I think it's gonna fall. No. Yes. Yes. Are you okay? I'm all right. Are you okay? Are you? Can you get up? Hang on. We need to. We need to try to pry this door open or something. Like, like with what? My I, my phone? Oh wait a minute, Bob! It's it's opening. Hello? Whoa! Can, can you hear us? Hello? Hey, fellas! Stephen Thompson. Thompson. What are you guys? Doing? We were trapped in the elevator. We were it's all the way night. Up. We were up there by the in the at the NPR music offices all night. All guys, you're on the second floor. Why didn't you just take the stairs? Mm. We had the all our luggage. We missed our party. What are you doing here? We, we hadn't called you yet. How did you know our party in the at the cabin was canceled? Well, we've been having a party at oh, what? we've been having a party at. NPR Music. Did you guys not get an invite? No. What do you mean? No. We sent invites. We oh, everybody's here. C- can you give us a handout? <laughs> I mean, yeah. I, 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 I guess. I can take you guys to the party. Everybody's there. Abby O'Neill, Ali Prescott, Anastasia Siolkas, Andrew Flanagan, Ann Powers, Annabelle Edwards, Bronson R. Curry, Camille Smiley, Colin Marshall. Did you really not get an invite? Serena like- Toros, Daoud Tyler-Amin, Felix Contreras, Jacob Gans, Jessica Goldstein, Josh Rogeson, Kara Frame, Lars Gottrich, Lauren Anki, Lindsay McKenna, Maya Stern, Marissa LaRusso. We were just saying everybody's That's there. Mito Habe Evans, Morgan Noel Smith, Nate Chinnon, Nikolai Hammer, Otis Hart, Pilar Fitzgerald, Bobby Carter, Rodney Carmichael, Sydney Madden, Saraya Mohammed. Tom Heisinger, Tom Cole, the NPR Arts Desk, NPR Programming, the Visuals Team, NPR Member Stations. Like, it is a huge party. We invited everybody. Oh, I didn't... uh... I don't know how we missed out on that. Well, come on in, join the party. Wait a minute, Robin, you took a nasty little knock on the head there. Well, anyway, come on in, join the party. Everybody's here. Yeah. Happy Holidays!
Santa Claus 